Roar Your Power. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Pure Doula Podcast, where we chat all things home birth, hot takes, business, and more. I'm your host, Catherine, the Pure Doula. On this week's episode, I'm so excited. (laughs) I chat about my new course that just launched, literally just dropped on Monday, two days ago, and I'm so pumped about this. The reviews of it are already coming in. There's a couple up on the website where with the course. Like I'm so excited. It's always so exciting when you share your true passion with others. And this is my passion, you guys. I chat about what led me to creating this, who this guide is for, what to expect, and more. So hang tight. Let's get into it. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so excited for this. Like I really took my time putting this together. Um, you know, sometimes like me, I like to just like get things done, but my man, he really is good at like slowing me down. He's like, just take your time. Like, don't rush, you know? And, um, I don't know if I rush or if I'm just like, so like once I start something, I like to finish it kind of thing, you know? But either way, it felt good to take my time in the end, like in the long run, you know? And, um, I'm just so excited that it's finished. Like, sometimes I can't believe that things are going to happen until they actually happen. So, like, while I'm, like, promoting this and stuff and getting everyone signed up for the wait list so they could get it at a super discounted rate, I sometimes get scared. Like, oh, my gosh, what if this doesn't happen? What if this fails? Like, it's not going to happen. So when I, like, finished it and, like, dropped it on Monday, it was just like, ah! (laughs) Um, so anyone who shares or sells um, stuff like that, I feel like couldn't relate to it. I don't know. But anyway, what am I talking about? I'm talking about Roaring Mama Informed Consent Guide. Now, I named it the Ro- I named it Roaring Mama because one, I live in Jersey. I love cheetah print. I'm Italian. You have to love cheetah print. It's like in your DNA. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um. Anyway, I named it that because, like, I feel like once you are informed, which creates empowerment, which creates confidence or builds confidence, you know, like, all those, like, blocks, you can just, like, roar whatever you want to say, you know, like, think of, like, a mama leopard or a mama lioness, you know, like, they just roar and they're powerful and confident and this is what they want and they're so protective of themselves and their babies you know so it's like they I feel like it's just like the perfect like name and like vibe to Give that information so you feel informed, which builds up your confidence, which builds up your empowerment, which builds up just like standing in your power and being like, no, this is what I want. 
this is what I don't want. This is my birth. This is my baby. This is my body. I'm doing this how I want to do it. So the reason I created this is because it just hurts. Like it hurts so much, like seeing so many hospital births always end up the same way. Like it, I can, if I know someone's going to birth in the hospital, it's like, oh, all right, well, they're going to end up having a C-section for whatever reason. Oh, I bet you they're going to end up, this is going to end up happening. And like, it hurts me to see and to know that that's like what is going to happen because it's not that it's predict. Well, I guess it is predictable, but it's because once you know how that system works and how they treat birth in the hospital, you know, like the steps that are going to happen because mom's not informed on when to go to the hospital. So nine times out of 10, she gets there way too early, which starts the clock for the hospital, which to them shows mom's not progressing, failure to progress, which is such BS, or like the baby's heart rate dipping, which is totally normal during labor to dip up and down, by the way. Um, so that maybe they give Pitocin and then mom's tired from all these unnatural contractions and needs to rest. So they give an epidural and then it's not working. So then they have a C-section. Like this is the, this is what happens when you go to the hospital, when you're not informed, that's what's going to happen nine times out of 10. It's just like, this isn't medical advice. Let me put that out there. It's not medical advice. It's not like whatever. I'm just telling you um, when you observe these things and you're aware of these things and you notice the patterns of these things, this is what happens. And it's traumatizing and it's a disservice to all women entering that building. Now, (laughs) if you've been listening to my episodes and following me on Instagram and chatting with me, you know I hate the system. You know, I'm not a fan of hospitals, all that stuff. However, and I'm sure people are like, why are you doing this then? Like, you're always talking about, like, don't even go to the hospital, screw that, blah, blah, blah. Like, what is wrong with you? Why am I doing this? Because I know that there are so many women on so many different journeys of life who just aren't there yet. They're not ready to exit the system. They're not ready to not birth in a hospital for whatever reasons. Maybe the woman is and the dad isn't. And like, I'm sorry, I'm a believer in faith, which also teaches me to submit to my husband, my fiance, whatever, like the man, you know. So and this is what happened in our situation. My man wasn't fully comfortable towards the end with a home birth, so I had a hospital birth because I submit to him. Now, other birth workers are going to tell you, no, the woman's got to, it's the woman's choice. Like, the man needs to deal with it, blah, 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 blah. That's fine. If that's how your household works, that's great. But for me, that's just how it is, right? So whether it's because of mom or because of dad, doesn't matter the reason. If you're going to birth in a hospital, I cannot turn my back to you. I cannot just like let you go in there 
and fall victim to their procedures and the way they treat things. Now, not everyone in a hospital is a bad guy. Like I had, you know, for the most part, decent people helping me, nurses and stuff. I love nurses. Are there bad nurses? Absolutely. But my mom's a nurse, my brother's a nurse, my sister's in the medical field. They're with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, And I know that there's other nurses I see in the online space that are with it. So not everyone's going to be bad. You don't want to think that. You don't want to generalize. But you do want to be prepared and just know how the majority of hospital births are treated because you're not going to, you can't rely on anyone. You can't. You have to only rely on yourself, your man, your support team, whoever it is, and take your power back. Okay? So I can't turn my back on anyone who wants to birth in a hospital. If you want to birth in a hospital, that is your choice. That is okay. The only thing I ask is you just prepare yourself. Hospital birth, believe it or not, requires more preparation than home births. Like, honest to God, I, I'm a, I believe that like with my whole being. Because with a home birth, of course you want to know like things to look for or just like be informed of what's happening and stuff like that. But with home birth, I feel like that mentality is so much different that it's easier for them to submit or surrender the women, right? With hospital births, because they have their way of like treating keyword treating things or like doing things or looking at births, you have to kind of have a different mentality. You have to be stronger mentally um, and be able to speak up, which, you know, isn't the best thing always during labor to have to worry about, but you just want to be able to have it in you or at least your man needs to be on the same page with you. Like, you guys got to do this birth prep together. That way, if you can't, he notices it, he steps in. So I just want my mamas who are going to go to the hospital to be informed so they can just go in there, roar it out, (laughs) whatever their choices are, whatever they want, whatever they don't want, roar that baby out, own the joint. (laughs) You know, you're going to walk in there. They're going to be like, who's this mama walking in like she owns this place? Yeah, you are going to walk in with that energy after this course. I, I, I got you, boo. So that's like why I created it. That's like who it's for, you know. It's for that mom. It's for that woman. For that dad who is not ready to home birth. Um, who wants to go to the hospital? Who wants to birth in a hospital and not rely on anyone? Who wants to birth in a hospital and, and birth confidently and in their power? In your power. I had a hospital birth. It's totally doable. One thing went off track on my birth plan, and that was because of me, because I wasn't properly informed fully on the transition phase. And neither was my man. But that was like a lesson I learned. And it didn't sabotage anything other than um, I received an IV pain medicine which didn't do anything, honestly. It just 
made me so like out of it, put me to sleep for like five minutes. <laughs> it doesn't do anything for the pain. But I'm just saying like as an example, if you go back and listen to my birth story, like it is possible to have a birth that you want in a hospital. 1000%. You know, you just have to make sure that you your man, your support team all knows what you want, no matter what, no matter if transition and comes and you're like, I can't do it anymore, which is so normal. I didn't know this, but that is normal to think that and to say that you can't do it, that you want this over with, or you want drugs and medicine and stuff like that. Like it's normal to say those things at transition, but you don't really mean it because it's just like a literal transition part where you feel like you can't take anymore, but that's the end. That's like the end of it. Seriously, if that makes sense. Um, but you need people to understand that you, you know, you don't want any medication, even when transition comes and you're saying all these crazy things. Cause we do say crazy things in transition. It's all good, you know, but the hospital is always going to just give you medicine if that's what you say you want. So you need people to back you up, to be like, no, babe, you're good. You got this. You're in transition. Baby's almost here. Remember, stay focused, stay strong, and you'll be okay. You know, me and my man learned that from experience, and this is why I'm helping you. So what to expect with this course? It's 70 plus pages. I know. (laughs) of birth education that can make a huge difference, not only for pregnancy and birth, but for postpartum and forever. Why? Because I also believe that a lot of postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety stem from birth trauma or pregnancy trauma. So yes, of course it can have, it can manifest from different things for different reasons, but I think that's one contributor. So if we can get rid of that, your chances of dealing with postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety, which affects your forever, right? Will that that it's just helpful. That's just one thing to not worry about, you know? To not have birth trauma because you're not aware of what your options are. And the control and the power you can have in a hospital when it comes to your birth. So there's there's a few worksheets also that are going to be in there. um, Because I break down how you can make a decision on any and everything when it comes to prenatal care, labor and birth. So you can build your birth plan or your birth preference. So there's a separate worksheet on how to decide. And then there's like other worksheets to build your preference plan, your birth one. Um, And there's three versions of that. If that may, I hope this is making sense. I'm just so excited. So I'm like, which is really cool. Because you, you're like, okay, you, Catherine, you're giving me all this information. How do I know if I want this or if I don't want this? Well, you can use the information I give you. Think about it. Use the brain worksheet I give you. Read how to use that worksheet. Fill it out. And then that'll lead you to the decision. 
it's really about trusting yourself, trusting your gut, trusting our creator, trusting your body, you know, but this information will make you feel more secure. There's also prayers and affirmations, which is always helpful with anything, but especially birth, you know? Um, so the main thing I really go over, I go over informed consent. Okay. It is your right to be informed. You can't give consent if you're not properly informed. You cannot consent to anything if you're not properly informed. You're not going to be properly informed by your OB or your midwife. You're not. That's just a fact. They're not going to sit there when they recommend something and go over every single risk of it because everything that the hospital typically suggests all those common birth practices, the risks outweigh the benefits with each and every one of them. Okay, so they're not going to sit there and tell you those risks. One, because they probably don't have the time. Two, they probably don't care. Three, they're probably just so indoctrinated from their teaching that they fully believe that it's just a great product or a great thing to do. They don't see the harm. They think the benefits outweigh the risks, even though there's way more risks than benefits. Um, you know, like they don't have, they just don't do that. I mean, I remember when I was talking to the midwife that I actually decided to go with, we decided to go with, she was, tr- I had on my birth plan and my birth plan was long, <laughs> like CVS receipt long <laughs> And um, it was on my birth plan that I'd, I don't want any membrane sleeps. Now, she was trying to be like, oh, you know, you should get a membrane sleep. Why not? Because I was, at this point, I think I was like about to be 40 weeks. And that's the other thing. God forbid spontaneous labor happens at 40 weeks, 41 weeks, 42 weeks. It's totally normal, you guys. Don't let them spook you on that. But they get the system doesn't doesn't really like that because they get all they get all worried. No, you can't. That that won't happen. <laughs> Your placenta all of a sudden is now old. <laughs> doesn't work. Okay, that's another conversation. But anyway, she tried to talk to me and so membrane sleep. I'm like, no, I don't. No, thank you. No, thank you. Thank I don't want that. Thank you. It's like you know that that is a form of an induction, and I don't want to be induced. I don't want anything like that to be done to me. She straight up lied. Now, here's the thing. I don't know if she's knowingly lying or if she's just convinced of what she's saying is the truth. But she said a membrane sleep is not in the form of an induction. She goes, because then, like, I'd be out of a job or something like that. Or, like, I can induce that. I would be inducing everyone. She said something that she thought was, like, real witty and, like, cracked a little giggle. And I was just like, that ain't it, girl, but okay. Um, That's the other thing. You never want to, like, go back and forth with them. Like, just, Okay. 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 All right. But that's the thing. Like they fully believe in what they're told when a membrane sleep is 1000% an induction. So (laughs) you can't rely on them, especially midwives, especially your OBs. Like a midwife nowadays in the system is not what a midwife was meant to be. They have to get things approved by the OB that oversees them for the most part. Not always. 
So it, it, it can be a struggle. You cannot rely on them. Also, think about it. If you're in labor and they're like, okay, let's, um, I'm going to set you up for some Pitocin. You know, are you, and I know the answer to this, but ask yourself, are you going to have the ability to think, to even ask what the risks are? You know, labor, we are so vulnerable, so, so vulnerable. We become very trusting on those around us, which is okay. This is, it's a beautiful thing. But when we're not in the right environment or the right people aren't around us and things like that are coming up, it's not good for us. It's only going to go against natural birth, the way we are designed to birth. So you're not going to think of that. You're just going to go with it, you know? So remember, that's why it's good. That's one other reason why I made this course, to be informed of all the risks ahead of time. It's not to like, some people might be like, okay, well, this is scary. Like, oh my gosh, this is not to like instill fear. I feel like knowledge is power, regardless if the knowledge might invoke some kind of fear in some way, that knowledge is power. And that's way more powerful than fear, in my opinion. So you knowing this stuff, knowing that Pitocin comes with a black box warning, (laughs) which I know no one is ever told, which is the highest, strongest OMG warning from the FDA. Like, these are things women need to know. It is your right to know these things. You cannot give proper consent if you're not informed. So that's what you're going to expect. You're going to expect to, you're going to learn what what informed consent is, right? And then I go over some common birth practices and a lot of medications during labor that are given. I go over all the risks and the benefits. I'm not, I don't leave the benefits out because this guide isn't to tell you what to do. This guide is to give you the information so you can decide what to do. And decide in, in like an informed way, you know? There's even a breastfeeding chapter where I go over the risks and benefits of breastfeeding. So that one's really cool, honestly. Now, how is this going to help you? Is it, is it going to elevate you? Is it going to empower you? That's really up to you. But from what, like the way I put it together and the way it made me feel when I discovered all of this on my own and the way it's making mamas feel already that I've already blown through my course, it hasn't even been a week yet. This is going to elevate you in a way that you're going to go from I don't want to say ignorance because I feel like sometimes that has a bad name attached to it. I'm not calling anyone ignorant, but when you know what ignorance means, it's just lack of knowledge, right? That's just what it is. 
And that's okay. It's no one's fault. It's none of our faults. We live in a world where that's just, this is just what it is. No one ever properly informs us or educates us on our bodies or birth or the way it's treated in the medical system. No one does. And that's why, that's why I'm doing this because it's just not right. And it's no one's fault, right? Why shouldn't we trust what we've known our whole lives? But just because we've known the system and our doctor and whatever our whole lives doesn't mean it's right. So this is going to bring you from just not knowing to having this information, which, like I said earlier, like just being informed builds confidence, builds power, builds just that roar in you, right? So you're going to go from maybe being fearful to being faithful. You're going to go from ignorance to informed. You're going to go from like not being confident to so much confidence. I think about when you walk into doctor's offices and you walk into the hospitals, how they make you feel, right? Like they always would make me feel like I shrunk, like I have no confidence, like I'm helpless, like I'm so vulnerable, um, like I have to submit to this authority. It's always this uncomfortable feeling. The energy is so different. I know I'm not the only one who feels that way when you walk into these places. When I walked into the hospital in labor and I got onto the labor and delivery floor, I just started crying. I couldn't even speak. I started burst. I just burst out in tears crying. And they're looking at me sideways like, what is wrong with her? And I know that's just my natural reaction to being in a hospital because it's just, it's such an uncomfortable setting and environment. It's not empowering at all. So that's another thing I learned, right, from my experience to now when I walk into one you they can't like I literally like I own it <laughs> you know that feeling you walk into a room and you just fill it up with your energy and you feel everyone look at you and you just feel like you own it you're gonna walk into that hospital during labor feeling that way because you're so informed you know exactly what you want you know exactly what to expect Now, yes, birth is unpredictable. We do have to surrender to birth. We don't have to surrender to the hospital. Always. Are there some emergencies that are warranted? Absolutely, they are. But emergencies don't come with a schedule or a wait list. (laughs) Emergencies require immediate reaction. So you're going to be, you're going to have this power now from this information, from this confidence Okay, and you're going to feel, like I said, just transformed from learning and being like, wow, I didn't know that. Wow, that's good to know. Wow, that changes my mind on that. Wow, that solidifies my mind on that. I also have a section when I talk about where I I talk about when to go to the hospital 
because like I said earlier, most of the time women go way too early, way too soon. And that's the first intervention. The first intervention in a hospital birth is going to the hospital. So you got to get the timing of going to the hospital right so you can avoid any other interventions. Okay? So there is a section that goes over that. There's a section that tells you what to bring in your hospital bag, some stuff that you might not think of. And I link a couple things to make it easier for you. If the links aren't working, though, hit me up and I'll just send them to you directly. I had one person saying their links weren't working. But it tells you some things you might not think of to bring. I also have a little section that goes over the power of the word no. And there's also a worksheet with that to help you get used to just saying no and feel okay with it. Because no is not a negative word. It might be negative in a way, but the word itself isn't. It's all circumstantial. And saying no is a good thing. It's a good thing. So I, I go over that too. Because once you're informed on these things, you make your birth plan after you figure out what you want, you're, there's a good chance you're still going to have to say no to those things on your plan. Because even though it's there, a lot of times they're going to raise questions with it. And I'm speaking from experience and just from supporting mamas who went through the same. So working on your confidence in saying no is a game changer. So I hope that kind of breaks down Roaring Mama for you. Um, I know I just like to babble. (laughs) So I hope it makes sense. Oh, but another thing that I thought was really cool that I put in the end. When you purchase Roaring Mama, there's a special discount code for you once you complete the course to grab the Spirit Work course at 50% off, which I feel like these two go hand in hand. Spirit Work, that's a course for um, women who want to have a fearless birth, which goes hand in hand once you become informed, you know? So I I wanted to give you that, um, but you are going to get Roaring Mama discounted. So from now, if you're listening to this in real time, um, what's today's date? Let me check. I'm so bad at dates. I know. I'm not prepared. It's July 19th. Um, This is when this podcast is now live. So until August 1st. So that's about two weeks, I would say. You're going to have the opportunity to get Roaring Mama at 70% off. 70% off, which is a steal. I just want this out there. I just want all the moms to be informed. Like, you can't beat this. This is a great price on birth education that's going to help you for the rest of your life. Remember I said earlier... What happens in pregnancy and birth will shape the rest of your life. If you have trauma, trauma will shape you in one way or the other. Everything is kind of like a domino effect, okay? And I want to be able to prevent any trauma, if if I even can, just from putting this together for you. You know, I don't want... It hurts to, like, just know that 
there's women with birth trauma or like bad PPD, PPA that may have been preventable just from being informed on what's going on. Motherhood is hard enough. We don't need any extra baggage with it. You know what I mean? So you're going to use code ROAR. That's going to get you 70% off. Um, I really hope this helps you. I really pray it does. I really pray that you have the birth that you desire. You get informed and take your power back. Roaring Mama is for you. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it five stars. Share it to your story and tag me so I can give you some support on the gram. Yeah, bless.